what we're talking about having you guys do either as uh, subordinates or superiors, it, it, it takes work. This is not easy. It takes considerable effort. This is why most people don't conduct themselves in this way because it's just too much work. We're talking about changing the way you're thinking about communicating to your direct reports, to changing the way you could think about communicating to your boss, which means listening on the deepest level. And listening on the deepest level takes too much effort, which is why you cannot do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Your challenge is how can I flip the switch when the conversation is of import? How can I turn it on? Most of us spend our times either intermittent listening where we're listening long enough just to get the gist of what the other person is saying before we refocus on our own internal dialogue or we spend time uh, in rebuttal listening where we're listening long enough to hear something that we know we can argue with. And now we're just waiting for Troy to shut up so I can jump into the conversation and tell him how smart I am and how he got it wrong. That's where most of us do our dancing throughout the course of the day. But in order for you to improve the relationship between any of the types, you gotta be at the deepest level. Level five is empathic listening. If your boss is an assertive, one of the best ways to handle an assertive is to shut your mouth. Give him an asking label, give her an asking label and then sit back and watch them drive the bus. Prepare yourself to label and mirror and paraphrase the things that work for you. Prepare to label, mirror, paraphrase the negatives that they may be viewing the circumstance, the prism that they may be viewing the circumstances through. I know dealing with another analyst, um, they want facts and figures. So deferentially, I'm going to insert facts and figures into the conversation. I'm not going to push an analyst for a decision in the moment. Analysts are probably not going to give you a decision in the moment. If your boss is an analyst and you come to like with the uh, Vipin's uh, example, he comes to the boss who's an analyst with some new information. He should not leave that room expecting the decision on that information that he just provided because the, the analyst I know needs to contemplate. If the analyst falls silent on me in a conversation, I'm not going to rush to fill the silence. I'm not going to prompt him to come out of the silence because I know that they use that time to contemplate. Conversely, if I'm dealing with an assertive, I'm going to create voids in the conversation all over the place so that they can continue to vomit up information that's going to help me. I got to be careful with using dynamic silence with the accommodator because they sometimes are, you fall silent on an accommodator and they'll wonder what they did wrong to provoke that type of response for you. So to Jeff's point, understanding who you are, understanding who you're dealing with uh, is, is critical. Now, some of you may be thinking to yourself, um, well, you know, my, my supervisor is a combination of all three. Most of us are in our day-to-day -day workings. But when we talk about personality types, 
we're talking about who you are when you get smacked in the mouth, who you are when you get threatened, who you are when you've got skin in the game and the pressure is on, time is running out and you're being insulted. That's your default, not who you are day to day because all of us recognize the, um, the positives and negatives, the pros and cons of each type. And they know you, you get more by leaning towards the accommodator side of the spectrum than you do the assertive side. But our default is who we are, where we go when we're attacked, when we're threatened, when we're insulted, and when we're being pressured. What other questions there, do we have? Brooks is, has been waiting for a while. So can okay. we do that? And then I have a question in the chat from Robert Derek that I want to give to you. Yep. Brooks, sorry to keep you waiting. Um, no, no problem. I was just, well, the first thing I was going to say initially, I was like, maybe I was wondering if the analysts would be difficult to deal with in terms of reaching uh, you know, desirable deal because, but I wanted to but I did want to touch on what you just said a minute ago. I had a, actually have a question about more about the, uh, you know, we're a combination of all three, et cetera. Mm -hmm. so I was wondering, like, with the, back to the, what I was just saying with regarding the analyst, um, you know, if they rely on in data and information, I was just wondering if they're more difficult to persuade, you know, because it seems like they would just be relying on black and white objective data. Um, they're, because their appetite is so huge for data and information and because they tend to over prepare for the conversation, they're, they're going to have facts and figures lined up that you better be able to provide something better or you're going to, you're, you're going to lose them. So in, in that regard, yeah, they are difficult only because you have to do more work in prep before you sit down with them. And um, they, they, they tend to be black and white, but they are also pragmatic. If you've got the numbers that make more sense than their numbers, they're open to being corrected because at the end of the day, they, they just want to be smarter. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I'm gonna prepare well, I'm an analyst anyway, so I'm going to over-prepare anyway, but you know analysts are going to be very diligent in their pursuit of facts and figures, so you have to make sure that you're on point. They love, and you got to appeal to their, um, you got to appeal to their uh, hunger for explaining rationale. Analysts love to explain how they got to where they got, and so one of the first things you want to do is this is pretty much with any of them, but especially the analyst is ask that vision question early in the conversation. Hey boss, you know, it's, it seems like you got a vision on how this is going to play out. If they're an analyst, they're not only going to share you with you, their vision, but all the data that backs that vision up. And 
you compare and contrast it as you're going through it with what's what your vision is with how you want to proceed in the conversation or the project or whatever the discussion is about label mirror paraphrase with what's coming out of their mouth hit them with a no oriented question are you against me sharing with you what i was able to uncover great thank you and then one or two more accusations audits are you against me to, are you against me sharing with you what i uncovered no i'm not against it this is going to catch you off guard and then you start running through every one of those accusations audits like I did with Vipin uh, 10 minutes ago. It's going to catch you off guard. You're going to think it's you're going to think that I'm another harebrained idea and you're probably going to think that I, I really don't want to do X. And then you lay out your vision or what you've uncovered. And then both of you together collectively can compare and contrast the two to see what are the next steps? Where, where do we want to take this conversation now? How do we want to light this candle? Make sense? Yeah, very much so. Can, can I, uh, thank you. Can I just uh, respond to that last thing you said quickly? Yes. Because it's a question. Um, you said most of us are a combination of all, sounded like you said most of us are a combination of all three uh, personality types, but who are we when we're pressured, you know, attacked or insulted? You know, I think I'm a, an, an analyst, you know, I've done INTJ, I'm an INTJ in, in terms of personality tests. So I think that backs that up. Um, but I do see myself as a combination of all three at times, but I, you know, I'm a person I've got to wait and sleep on it, you know, and then the answer just comes to me. But, but the point is when you said, you know, when I'm pressured, sometimes or intact or insulted, sometimes I'll get, especially about assertive, I'll get angry and I'll fight back. <laughs> Well, and so um, that's where, so based on what you just laid out, that's, that's, if I have to categorize you without having you do our questionnaire, I'm going to put you in the assertive category because you have a tolerance point that when you get punched in the mouth that you're going to come out swinging. So the story, the, 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 the story analogy that I like to use in lieu of the actual black swan personality survey or questionnaire. You're having trouble figuring out which one you are. You know, it, it drives me crazy when we get these questionnaires back and somebody scores equally in assertive and accommodative. I'm like, what? Those two don't mix. Um, and then you get in, get them into the room and they're, you know, dominating the conversation and, and they've got an idea about every single thing um you know that's who they are is the assertive so the story bear on a path in the mountains the mountain that you're hiking on you round the corner bear is sitting on the on the path blocking your way it's just you and the bear it's a big bear this is a bear that's not gonna this is not, this is, this could turn out bad. One of the personality types will unsheath a knife, square off with the bear and say to the bear, I might not win this, but when it's over, Mr. Bear, you're going to know you were in a fight. The other type will pull out a GPS unit, 
because they plotted escape paths off the main one because they knew something like this might happen. They'll choose one of those escape paths. They'll go off into the bush in 100 yards, climb a tree, take out a sniper's rifle, and kill the, kill the bear from a distance. The other type, same bear, same path, will walk up to the bear, outstretched arms, and say, I know what your problem is. Your problem is nobody loved you enough as a cub. I'm going to take you home clean you up, provide you a meal, and introduce you to my family. In light of that story, who do you think you are? The assertive taking the knife out, squaring off with the bear, the analyst, the sniper that goes off into the bush and kills the bear from, the distance, from a distance, or are you the type to take the bear home and provide it with a meal? I would say kind of my default position is at least, you know, in the past, uh, I think I've changed a little bit, but would be to just kind of knee jerk reaction, you know, feel like I got to fight, fight or flight. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. And, and that's been, that's been our MO as human beings from day one. You know, when, when the amygdala gets activated, the amygdala initially can't tell the difference between a verbal attack or you running from an active shooter in your workplace. Yeah. The, the same type of emotions fire up, causes tunnel vision, impede your ability, um, and impede your ability to think. It's, it's, that's basically it. It's fight or flight. Black Swan way gives you the other one is it's either fight, flight, or make friends. We, we choose, um, will choose to make friends. Um, but yeah, in essence, when you boil it down to the core, it's, it's, it's fight or flight. What do you do? You run or you stand there and fight? Kept us alive for thousands of years. What do you got in chat, Sandy? Um, there's a question from Robert. If I am the assertive in the room, how do I disarm myself? to ensure my subordinates aren't steamrolled? Ah, boom, great question. And uh, so understand how you're viewed. How do they view you as an assertive? They view you as a know-it-all. They view you as having a very aggressive communication style. They view you as wanting to be right or win at all costs. They view you as um, looking at these kind of conversations, these team meetings, these performance reviews as um, an opportunity to show how smart you are, um, win at all costs. They view you as a person who doesn't respect the currency of an apology. Now, I'm not saying this is who you are. I'm telling you this is how you're perceived. And so those are the things that you have to be mindful of. So as an assertive, you're, those, the, those things partly are dealt with in the accusations audit at the beginning of the conversation. You call a team meeting where you're going to announce some changes in the direction of the organization. You know for a fact that 
some people are going to have a problem with that message. You know for a fact that some people are going to have a problem with that message because it's coming from you, because of all the things that, that I just mentioned. Start with the accusations on it, get out in front of those things first. I know you're going to think that management doesn't, it, it appears that we're disorganized. You're going to think that we can't make up our minds where we want to go. You're going to think that this is going to be a heavy lift on your part and it's going to require extra time. And you're probably thinking that I'm just doing this to impose my will. Somebody in the room is thinking all of those things more, probably more than one person, get out in front of it first. Um, understand that if you are too aggressive in your tone, the accommodator is going to think that they're going to shut down. The analyst is not going to be able to hear you if you're not dealing with them from a position of, of rationale and logic. Understand that both of them are put off by overbearing communication style. And so know that going in and modify accordingly. And I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but if I did, it, you know, it's worth repeating. This is not to say that any one of these is better than the other. Each one of these types brings something good to the table. It's just that each type views the other differently than the others view themselves. The perception and the reality are two different things between the types. And so your challenge is asking yourself, if I were them, what would I be thinking about me right now? And then modify that behavior so that it doesn't impede their ability to hear whatever your ultimate message is going to be. 